and gentlemen, the Ohio State Sluggers, all of our valued listeners, we're back for another edition of the Call with Shawl, and I am so tickled to be joined by the 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 biggest fan of the league. You know, the 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 really the the true genuine heart of this league, the paper boy himself, the owner of Vlad Education. Matt Liebhaber, welcome back on uh, Returning Guest, second time on this year, and it is truly a joy to have you, Matt. Uh, thank you, Elliot. Always a joy to be intro by you as well. And this was such an improvement um, over that of, of how you referred to me last year, which, if the league doesn't know, in an attempt to trade with me at the deadline, you referred to me as the, the old catcher's mitt of the league. Um, and as someone in sales... I found this to be a very interesting sales approach because um, from that point on, I was not inclined at all to do any type of business <laughs> with you whatsoever. So I'm glad you've learned and we've improved my, my labeling for the rest of the league. That's fair. I'll tell you, though, you are, you know, and I, and I meant it as a badge of honor because you truly are the, the, the old catcher's middle of the league. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're the old, like, I, I don't, it just felt right to call you that. And, and you know, you, you've been around, you've been worn in and you still, <laughs> and you, and you catch fire uh, every once in a while. So I, I think that the, the nickname still suits you. I appreciate uh, that, Elliot, you know, and it, 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 your adorable disposition did, you know, did, it did, uh, <laughs> did have it come across in, in a light and, and, you know, um, loving loving way but i was still not inclined to sell you anybody at the deadline after that but um all things good and i appreciate you having me on i'm really excited to be here i have a lot of thoughts um and you know uh, in the words of of steve's least favorite anchor chris cuomo you know let's get after it let's let's do that let's do just that and, and you have a lot of thoughts so i'm going to kind of let you um take the take the reins here as we as we navigate this show and i think the first thing that i want to do similar to last week i want to get your opinion on the state of the league and and kind of where we're at where we're headed what kinds of things you want to see changed what kind of things you know kind of gets under your skin about about the way the league is designed right now i guess we'll start um with the whole mike and mon situation a story about bill currently still tied for first place i'm playing them this week really the battle of first place um, they're, they're a team that obviously has stirred a lot of controversy this, this season. And I know you and I have a unique, um, appreciation for the, who, who could potentially replace them with their continued threat of leaving the league. But what, what's your take on this whole situation? Elliot, I'll tell you my take, and it's actually not my take. It's somebody else's take. He's no longer wow. in the league, but he special had, guest. He had something there, and his name is Seth Dubin, current owner, co-owner of Fat Titties and Braces. We're not sure. Previous owner, we're not sure, but he was onto something, albeit with a less delicate approach than is conveyed in that voicemail. I think at the end of the day, we get too wrapped up here. There is no perfect fantasy league there are no perfect set of rules and at the end of the day there's certainly not going to be one set of rules that's going to work for every team right and if you are unhappy with where you are in the standings or you're unhappy with how you think your team looks after the draft that's going to be exacerbated tenfold now 
let's, you know, not to call anybody out, but let's add the personalities of Mike and Mon. I mean, you are taking what is a six foot match and throwing it into uh, a reservoir of kerosene um, with all of those factors that go into running a fantasy league. So, you know, I think at the end, you know, we really need to keep in mind that we're all just playing fantasy for fantasy. Now that said, I do agree with some things that have been said and that have been postured. I think number one, overall, it's no secret. It's time to dump CBS. While I was once a fan, I think the consistent glitches that happen on an almost daily basis. I mean, thank God we have Burkle keeping us up to date because the, the site certainly is not. Um, it's also just, I cannot be expected to be on like Justin at 11.59 or 12.59, depending on when the day's uh, game start to either replace a player or pick someone up on waivers. I think there needs to be a better, more automated system. And I believe Yahoo does this for you. They suggest replacements and give you notifications, which I think as we all approach 30, some of us are now getting married or have been married. Mazel tov to you and Jesse Shaw. I felt John kind of gypped you on that phrase uh, last week, but you know he's self-involved. Nobody's surprised by that. I think making things easier on everyone, including Dono, can only benefit this league. Elliot, did I lose you? Did we lose each other? With this app, I'm excited to start using it from the phone. But we can pick up where we left off. You can yeah, it, hit right? me again, Elliot. Where did we lose me? I, I feel so, like a Monday. Well, no. So here's what I was going to ask you. Did it? I, I didn't actually notice the entire league become free agents. Did that? Did that really happen, or was that a joke that I just wasn't privy to? No, I, I don't think it was a joke you weren't privy to, of which there are many. You know, I didn't yes. notice it either. Sure. And much to the point of needing a uh, a league and a, a site with less heavy lifting, mm-hmm. you know. We work most of the day, you know, some we do. of us fake work more than others. Some of us fake bill hours. You know, some of us say they're selling shit, but really I'm taking a nap on the chair. Regardless, there's just not enough time to be on the site all day. So I didn't uh-huh. notice it, but that's a ridiculous thing to have occur. And I know, um, you know, that is completely unacceptable in any league. Nonetheless, one that is not free and that we're paying for. And, and Correct. I, would, I would venture to assume that you are of the same mindset yeah i i fully am uh of the same mindset and i i think that the the change to whether it's a yahoo or espn or i really don't give a shit like i know that's probably something that's going to be voted on but the truth is either one of those sites i'm fine with and it's going to be far and away better than what we deal with the cbs yes um you know i agree with that and there are some other changes that i that I agree with. So Ellie, would you, you mind running me through some of what has been proposed or mulled over or um, been complained about by, by a story? Well, I, I, I don't have the, you know, the, the running tally in front of me at the moment, but I can give you the quick gist. I know expanded keepers is one of the main things that, that has been really at the forefront of the discussions in the chat. Um, I think that that's something that is very doable. Um, I think that that's something that we, you know, listen, we're not necessarily a dynasty league, but we are a keeper league and for keepers. I mean, sure. It's, it's, 
it's made it's lasted this long it's 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 been the 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 part the 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 bare bones of this league is you know you 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 draft and you prepare to keep you know those four guys for for whatever the contract length is four years i guess you know depending on if, how long you keep them but i i'm open to the idea of expanding keepers i i think six is very doable especially given that what the roster is size is is what is it i don't even have that on it's 20 I don't remember what the exact roster size is. Uh, you are absolutely asking. Active seven, <laughs> 17 active rosters, seven reserve, three injured. Right. So, no, and I agree. Listen, and, and, and Mike made, made a good point in, in his pod that I, I re-listened to some snippets of, um, you know, and the parts he was able to maintain steady internet connection. Uh, I think we added a roster spot but didn't up keepers. You know, that's a fair point. That math checks out to me. Um, yeah. I do think if we expand to six keepers, though, uh, we should add a spot and maybe a minor league spot. Oh, I'm all about the minor league spot. Huge proponent of the minor league spot. I mean, you know, it 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 handcuffed me or, or really handicapped me, which is not a 2021 PC term, but it handicapped me two years ago. I kept Vlad, Rutman and I kept Vlad. Um, this was the only thing we agreed upon. Uh, we kept Vlad for a full season while he was in the minors eating up a bench spot. Um, thank God it was worth it now that he is the best player in the league. Um, but, you know, I think if we expand rosters and we expand, I'm sorry, if we expand keepers, mm-hmm. it is safe to say one of those spots is going to be dedicated to, say, a Jared Kalinich if you draft him before yeah. or a Vlad Guerrero. And I think that also will help keep the player pool in the following year's draft bountiful enough my only concern with expanding keepers is who does that make a first round pick does that now make you know xander bogarts a a first round pick and don't get me wrong i love bogey as much as the next guy maybe the most underrated player in the league he's not a first round pick though so i would love if we made a minor league spot that could be used for a keeper and that would really make things fun and you know i don't want to go out on a limb here even though i will I know Brady Burkle's in, in favor of that, considering his, his draft is composed 40% of prospects year in and year out. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. And you brought up that podcast, that famous podcast that I brought, you know, the disgruntled governors of a story about Bill on and kind of let them, through their voice, explain their frustrations, voice their concerns, and have the floor to really kind of do whatever they wanted. And and I really, um, I, I feel as though I was stabbed in the back because I really, I was, I was with them. I, I did my best to try to get them to stay in the league. And, and, and I voiced how much I, I, I wanted them to be a part of the league and how much I appreciate the competition with them. And they continued to, even though they got their way with the 6-0 um, debacle, I, it, it really, I felt like I was stabbed in the back by, by them now continuing to say they're going to leave the league and threat all and, and, and make threats and, and about, um, you know, really destroying this league and, and creating a, a whole bunch of shit storms. And, and it just, it really, it hurts. It hurts that I was, you know, willing to give them a, a home, bring them in, give them a, a, a roof over their heads and, and food on the table, and they just took a big old shit right on my living room floor. Is Not what it felt Elliot. like. I mean, Elliot, one might call it the podcast version of the Red Wedding. Uh, you know, yeah, I, totally. I, I they 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 broke 
the rules of Alder Frey and, and, and I feel for you. And and you know what? Yeah. You know, while you do take it upon yourself to to do this podcast, and we thank you. You know, I just want to remind everyone. You know, we need well to, said. as as a, as a man whose temperature can get real high and real hot. I think you know, without sounding hypocritical, we need to keep the temperature down. You know, let's let's let the true words from Seth Dubin ring aloud. But you know, I, I am not not a fan of rule changes and and a good portion of the rule changes they made and and the disappointing thing about that pod and the the 180 that was done ultimately to put a knife in your back um was that it was well presented on the pod when they had a a a fair forum and then all of a sudden it it just seemed to be one step forward two steps back once yeah sixto debacle kind of dragged on and you know I think the biggest issue is no, no changes, no, no requests should be made under the premise of a a foot stomping Shirley Temple, you know, kid who didn't get more gummy bears in the backseat of a minivan type way. Yeah. You know, I think we should be presenting this in a fashion that isn't, you know, we're going to tear down the league unless we get what we want. And I think, you know, there's been some walking back of that. And that's what's most frustrating to me is that what vibe am I getting? Am I getting a Mike and Mon who want to stay and constructively work on this league and, and make fair points? And, and Mike is a damn good attorney. I hate to admit it. He's a damn good attorney because we were all ready to make these changes. But, you know, I think the sale was made. They needed to stop selling. And, and it got to a point where now, you know, I want them in the league as much as I sit here and hold over their head that the Dorfmans are coming in and that, you know, no changes can be made for them next year. I want them in the league. I want a different approach, right? The boy mm-hmm. who cried wolf is a story that exists for a reason at, you know, words, actions have consequences. Will I hold this over their head in actuality? No, I think they're good for the league. I just want it to be realized that we need a different approach because there was a time where somebody said, I really and you can't lose sight of that. You can't lose sight of that, Elliot, especially when you have a butcher's cleaver, you know, in between your shoulder blades. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen, I, I think that, that that you just hit the nail on the head and, and I really, I, I don't know where we go from there. I don't know if, because it's like, are we, are we officially just moving on? Like, you know, how Jason is just absolutely done with those two. And I've kind of started to trend that way too. I used to be um, a Mike and Mon stand and now I am off of their, their shit. I, I'm, 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 I, this is now a anti Mike and Mon podcast. Um, and I just, I don't know where we go from there because it's like they're, they want to hold the league hostage. And I don't think that we can allow that. I think that maybe we need to move on. And I, I do want to talk about what I would really love. And I, I know that we've talked about this in the chat and on Gchat and just in, in, in over the phone in general. The, the, the thought of a Dorfman duo team in this league, uh, it, would, it, 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 it gets me really excited. It really does. No, I, I agree. And listen, I, I do want to be clear. I love 
Mike to pieces. I love to hate Mike even more than I love Mike. And I've been loving to hate Mike for over a decade, right? It's, it's ingrained in our relationship fabric. I honestly don't know how to interface with Mike in another fashion. And Mon is one of the best trolls in the league, right? And in, in an almost harmless way, I think while I will not subscribe to the notion of anti-Mike and Mon, I will subscribe to anti their practices. And I think a way to remedy That's, this okay. is to make a proposal and, it, and it's going to be, you know, recorded here as evidence. I would like maybe not a public apology, but a public statement acknowledging not necessarily that their proposals were wrong, because I do believe there is some league sentiment in favor of those pr proposals. I would like some acknowledgement of the poor tact taken to get that done. And listen, they might say, I know Mon. Hey, listen, we're getting these changes. He's not wrong. It worked to a certain extent to get these mm -hmm. knowledge, but at what cost, right? Right. At what cost? So, and, and I do love the Dorfman duo. Listen, Aaron Dorfman is as high quality human as they get. Jeff yeah. is as, you know, is as much a large human as they get. But, you know, <laughs> Jeff and Mike aren't cut from such a different cloth. You know, I think you get many pros and many cons with Jeff. Aaron is 100% pros. Aaron is 100% pros. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if with a bad team, you might see a similar level of dejection from Jeff. And, you know, again, love the man to pieces. Love to hate him just as much. But, mm -hmm. you know, um, a classic saying, if Jeff's not having a good time, no one's having a good time. Or no one's allowed to have a good time. And I think... We're just going to be, um, you know, putting makeup on a different pig that is not a fat joke, um, you know, by supplanting, <laughs> by supplanting Mike, uh, Jeff, I'm um, sorry, by supplanting Mike and replacing with Jeff. Again, I want to keep Mike and Mon in the league. I just want to acknowledge that let's go about these things differently, right? And, and, and really, I don't care how much they shit on walks. That, that's, a, that's as much a part of this league as as, you know, uh, Perlman's absence or, you know, Burkle's, um, uh, you know, uh, attempts to draft prospects year in and year out. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I just want the temperature down and I want these things approached in a way that really furthers the notion of. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think that's really well, well said. I, I really do. I that, really, I, Thank you for, for that. And, Thanks, and we really, Dubin is, uh, I, I, I appreciate his presence on this podcast as well. I wish, um, wish I had the pleasure of knowing that guy. Uh, you know, after meeting him, you might disagree, uh, but uh, you would bond over the Indians, but uh, oh. he's, he's, he's certainly not an easy guy to get along with. Um, just ask hmm. Jeremy Rosen that. Anyway, oh. uh, let's let, let's talk about some other rule changes, Elliot. And I hate to to hijack your hosting abilities, but I do want no, to. No, I, I want you. I I told you beforehand. This is you know this is your second time on, and I want you to kind of take the reins. I want you to 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 have have the floor here because I know how opinionated I, you are. I know how much you love this league and how much the league means to you. And I I only wish the league loved you back. <laughs> uh, you know story so that's why life, i'm giving I, you the you know, floor i said that to my parents once and uh it, it, it didn't really work but you know I, I i appreciate that elliot you know i think the next thing i want to talk about is when these rules get proposed i'm totally mm -hmm. a fan of 
right after the season ends. You know, a right long after the time season. goes by, passions fade, you know, three or four sports seasons are in between, and you kind yeah. of forget the repercussions of some of the things that you kind of might have wished were different the year before. I am totally in favor of as soon as the regular season ends, rules get voted upon for the next year, you know? Yeah, I, I said that all along because it needs to be, you know, when it's most relevant and when it's, you know, most, um, it's actually, you know, you go, listen, it doesn't have to go into effect right away by, by any means, but otherwise we're going to forget about it and, it and it's not going to be as important. Absolutely. I mean, and, and in between that time, you get a fantasy football season. I know many people are in fantasy football leagues. Um, you know, you get. Some people who play fantasy baseball, I believe you're a fa- uh, basketball. I believe you're a fantasy basketball guy. You know, you're still st- stuck in middle school with fantasy basketball. So I'm not a know. huge. I, I I am in a league. Um, recently, I, I joined one, but I, I don't love fantasy basketball. I don't love the NBA. Let me guess. By any means, DJ is the commissioner of that league. No, actually, it's a it's a, a home uh, the, the Migdals. I don't think you know who the Migdals are. I think no. Jordan Marks is the only one who knows the Migdals in this league. I'm sure. I'm sure it's another G. Corey and Eli from Migdal. Northeast Cleveland. Uh, uh, Akron. Ohio. Yeah. Just a kid from Akron. Just People a kid from Akron. Overeating. People do forget that, honestly. Yeah. No. I, you and know, and it, listen, it sucks. I, after all that time, I, 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 we all got too much shit going on. Nobody remembers, hey, I really got screwed by this rule. I think as soon as the exactly. regular season wraps, we go down rules for the next season. And I think rules cannot be changed midseason. I know John was making some interesting parallels with – Hitler and slavery, you know. Um, well, it's all it's all fair. It's all you know. I, mean, I, I think that there's definitely some some similarities. Listen, I, it certainly is. I mean, listen, John's hyperbole, while often misguided, is is it? also rooted in some truth. So I I, I don't think rules should be changed mid year, but I think Mm-mm. rule proposals can be presented mid-year to then be voted upon at the end of the year. I also totally. do not think there should be unilateral managerial decisions. I think in the case of, hey, there was a glitch, I didn't start this guy, yes. But for something that could set a precedent, like the night they drove old Sixto down, um, I think that needs to be voted upon because that is something that could likely happen to somebody else with another player. Now, I know Cody yes. fucks that up, whatever, whatever. But, you know, uh, something like, hey, this was executed incorrectly. Can we make a quick switch on the back end? That doesn't need to be voted upon. A, a, a rule change or a rule acknowledgement for a keeper player, right, that could very well apply to another team, that needs to be voted upon. Right. Right. Yeah. And listen, and- I- I don't want to sit here and say Mike and Mon are totally off base. I love Dono. I'm always team Dono. He's got a hard mm-hmm. job. Um, he does. He's got a hard job. And he does an incredible job of keeping this league organized. But are the rules and the collateral and materials that support this league potentially too robust without covering some of the, the key points we need covered? Without throwing you know Jordan under the bus, I do think we can – trim the rules down to be more forward and address some actual issues as opposed to trying to be, um, you know, a, a corporate handbook for fantasy baseball. 
I think that's fair. So let me ask you this. With all of these discussions of rules and things that have been brought up on the podcast, brought up in the chat, Matt, I want to ask you one question. What, what are there? Is there a rule that, that you want to be introduced? Is there something that bothers you? Uh, well, I will say what bothers me is, and I don't know if it's a rule more so than a setting, that we have different um, substitutes day of substitution rules for pitchers versus hitters. You know, I don't think that once the day locks, I shouldn't be able to swap out a pitcher. Now, I think, um, I think that should be consistent across both because there's no reason that if a play, a pitcher, you know, somebody gets a late start on the day or something's going on, there's, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to start a pitcher starting at seven at, 115 once the first game started, but I can swap in a hitter in the very same game. To me, that seems, you know, somewhat incongruous to a point of like almost not making any sense whatsoever, right? Especially given the fragility of pitchers these days. Yeah. There should be a similar level of flexibility. Hey, I I think that that's something that that could definitely be voted on. And I'm just curious. This is something that's never been talked about, and I don't think it needs to be done, but what is your thought on potentially expanding? Like, Do you, do you think that this league could, could thrive with more people, or do you think that this is the, the total that we want? Because it seems like one of the ongoing things is just figuring out ways to like, – I, I just let – me, let me back up. I don't think that there needs to be as many improvements in this league as, as being talked about. I agree, Elliot. I agree. I think, so. I think we're just um, – it, it's, nev- it's never all going to be perfect. Right. right. We're never going to have right. an utopian league where everybody's winning and everybody no. has a rule change that works best for their team. Of course I not. So, and and to, in, in defense of Jordan, I think some of this is really getting blown up. Right. Yeah. I do think there are real rule changes that need to occur, but maybe not to the extent that is making that it, that is making waves across the league. I agree with you, Elliot. And, and I know you're a man of simplicity and, and, I, yes. and I want to encourage that. You know, it's a, it's a game. It's an advanced game that is simple to enjoy, and I want to, you know, I want to remember that. I really do. And I don't need much, like, uh, and and I guess maybe I'm different with that, but I just I don't need much to enjoy our league. Like, I, I just seems like people want so many drastic changes, and I just don't think they're necessary. I, I mean, maybe I'm crazy for saying that, but I just I don't know. I. I this, there's a reason why this league works. There's a reason why we continue to play in this league and come back for more. Listen, there's always going to be things that to keep up with the times, to keep up with the way that baseball is going, that, that you need to make changes. But, I, I mean, listen, I love this league for the league. And I think that if, if, if we could hear that quote again or that, that, that line, I think that that's still – I think that's, it, it's never going to resonate more than right now. Elliot, one might venture to say that you – that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, no, and, and I agree. And, right. and I think, listen, we don't need to overcomplicate it with too many changes. And again, I apologize to Jordan because I am his number one fan. You know, I am like Jack Black and he's Neil Diamond in Saving Silverman. But great movie. I think yeah, great movie. The Diamonds in the Rough, top top five movie band of all time. Oh, um, totally. Zorn, think, Steve no. Zorn, right? Uh, Zahn. 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 I was eating Zorn's chicken the other guy. I was going to say, you really married into a Long Island family, Elliot. I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think this league is potentially over. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Back up really quickly. Yeah. How hot is Amanda Pete in that fucking movie? Oh, fantastic. Oh, so God. 
Yeah. So hot. Yeah. And I think she's Jewish as well. I think she is as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah. I'm good at that stuff. Jason yeah. Biggs is not you a are, You are good at that stuff. You are. You yeah. are. I'm surprised you're not a moil, actually, given how you are. <laughs> <at that stuff. laughs> um, I, no, I couldn't I, cut a foreskin. I think the doctrine, the rules, they can be pared down and they could be more pointed, right? Um, to, to the point, to, to the same idea of let's just play fantasy for fantasy. Let's make sure that the league is somewhat airtight with the rules we have in place, but I don't think we need an owner's manual. No. No, we don't. No, but you know, I do, you know, another thing I want, you know, some rule changes proposed in the chat by mayor, right. Um, who also, you know, could use a little bit of a more delicate approach when bringing things to the table. I mean, that's been the case with mayor for the entirety of the time I've known him, but, um, you know, fatherhood hasn't softened him at all. Um, no. but you know, I think there should be a Sunday waiver period, you know, the last, I want to say what we're in week 12, the, uh, we're in week 11, I would say eight out of those 11 weeks. I was not by my phone at one Oh eight to make changes for the upcoming week. Right. Um, and neither was Jake and yes, he is actively my partner, but neither of us were by our phone. And that does put people who have more of a social life than Justin at a significant disadvantage. So I think a Sunday waiver period only, but then the rest of the week, you know, first come, first serve is a very valid um, rule proposal that I think should be brought forth. Um, Because again, you cannot put people at a disadvantage as, you know, based on a factor of time and availability, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Elliot, you did ask a question before that I breezed over. I don't think we should add people to the league. And, you know, I do sense that this might be a hidden motive for you to get Aaron and Jeff to join. Um, no, 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 no. I, I would only want them to join if it was replacing a story about Bill. At the end I, of the day, the truth is I don't. And, and even though this has now turned into an uh, anti-Mike and Mon podcast just because of the uh, – the stabbing in the back that I, I, I have felt and um, lack of apology or slash fake apology or, you know, what actually really pisses me off. I really try to get under Mike's skin and he just ignores me in the chat. I, I really, I, I have gone above and beyond to really try to get to Mike and nothing gets to him from my, I, maybe I need to try a little harder, but it, 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 he just breezes right over it. Well, and, let you know, me- and I know he does it on purpose. Well, and listen, the, the, he knows what works. Mike is, you know, not as dumb as his face looks. You know, let's be honest. He's a, <laughs> yeah. he's a smart, he's a really smart, savvy, and shrewd kid. But, you know, I, I just, in the words of... He's also Green, not as old as he looks. It, well, that's true. I mean, can you really say, wow, that guy looks 70? I don't know. I got to tell but, you, when I first met Mike freshman year of college... I, I thought it was a whole Rodney Dangerfield back to school kind of thing. I thought he was like a 40 year old guy still li- living in a fraternity house. I mean, well, actually, he wasn't living in the house, but, imagine but I really thought. Him, imagine meeting him day one as your freshman roommate. I walked into the room, <laughs> I said, Why is my RA already here? <laughs> you know, I said, why is, my, why is my econ professor hanging out in my room? You know? um, but, you know, I, we love Mike to pieces. And if, yeah. if we have these complaints, you know, I want to quote John Lundy. We brought it upon ourselves, you know, to quote John. Yeah. This is a choice we made. This, this 
this burden of Mike to him, it was thrust upon him. We actively made this choice. So we only have ourselves to blame. And, and I know you feel stabbed in the back and, and, I do. you know, um, but you know, I agree. I would only welcome Aaron and Jeff in replacement of those two. If we actually uphold that, which I, I don't necessarily want to do. I just want yeah. to, I just want to make sure things that were said and done are not forgotten and acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if we, we, we certainly cannot expand to six keepers and then add another team, no, yeah. that would have us, you know, I'd be drafting Andrew Benintendi in the third round. Um, you know, I'd essentially be going Burkle on this league. So uh, I think, I, I think that I am, I am out on Elliot, you know, yeah. I don't want you to feel like I stabbed you in the back with that. No, 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 no. I would never feel that way. You're the old catcher's mate after I'm all. Old, yeah, I'm, I'm too dull, I, and, uh, too dull and blunt to to break any skin. I'm noticing that uh, Steve Astrain is still making uh, ad drop moves, so that's good to see that even though he's completely out of it this year, he uh, he's still involved with the league. Which which actually brings us to my next part of the show. That you know, I don't, I know we only have a few more minutes left to to navigate here because I, I told you this was going to be kind of a short one, unfortunately, because I'm really am enjoying this, but I I'm actually headed out to California today. I'm going to the U S open, not a big deal or anything, but I am going to the U S open. So got to catch a flight. Uh, but I, I do really want to quickly talk about the current, um, you know, where we are right now in the season. Uh, let's, let's actually talk a little fantasy for fantasy and kind of go over where, you know, some of the real log jam in the, in the standings. You know, obviously you got the chew are you story about bill battling for that first place spot. And then you got one, two, three teams, including yourselves and the Dards, as well as Pearlman sitting in that six and four spot, which is basically a tie for, for third. If you, if you really look at it and then all of a sudden you got flam at 500, who'd have thought that was going to happen. And really the biggest disappointment, is La Flama Blanca sitting at four and six, um, tied with Burkle, who I guess thinks he has a chance here. I, I don't know. Um, where, where are we headed right now? It's, it's a tight race when you really look at it. Well, uh, 100%. And I do want to go back to acknowledging Steve because it is, it is very rare I, I praise Steve in a public uh, fashion, certainly in an effusive manner. But he, you know, amidst a lot of drama, has remained silent. And I give him a lot of credit because much to my point about, you know, the six foot match in kerosene, I mean, Steve's a blowtorch when it comes to this stuff. And I have to give him credit for holding his tongue and almost letting Mike and Mon do most of the gum flapping because he knows that while, you know, he he knows his words might hold a a greater stature than his actual stature. So I do want to give Steve, you know, credit where credit's due. Now, getting into the league, you know, I think it's really interesting because we do have a lot of jam. You know, you say mm-hmm. La Flama Blanca is out, and I would love to curse John. But oh, I don't think they're out. I've just been a real disappointment. I thought they'd oh, be at the I, top. I couldn't agree more. They have, you know, I think Bauer's a top three pitcher. Tatis is a top three hitter. Um, plus some other players that are really performing – um, excellently. I mean, you know, uh, you know, Mookie is underperforming, but you know, players like, you know, they grabbed Jose Abreu, he's underperforming, but he'll certainly come back. Um, they stole Cabrian Hayes, literally, he's just coming back from injury. Who knows what you'll get from him? I do think the best is yet to come from La Flama Blanca, but you know, uh, 
you know, John's a head case, right? And, and Jordan Marks, who knows where he is both physically and mentally. So it's, it's not a matter of who's on the roster. It's a matter of who's running the roster. But mm-hmm. I am definitely watching that team. Oh, and they have Otani, too. They have the most exciting player in baseball. You know, I, I, I have my eyes on La Flama Blanca. I just think um, consistency is the key. And, you know, that brings me to my team, if, if I may. You know, there's some concern in the classroom right now. Uh, Steve is making ad drops because I know he would love to beat me. And he, he very well could beat me. I need to make some ad drops. Um, but, you know, the issue with my team, I think we are the model of consistency, right? I'm not, you know, we're above 330 points just about every week. But mm-hmm. we're still looking for that above 400 week. And we all know in this league, you win by having those weeks where your team goes off, not by scoring 360 points every single week. Right. You can't, you know, it's not so sustainable, think, you know? So I think that scares us a little bit and that's why we are looking for a pitcher. We're, we're a little top heavy there. And then after that, it's, it's a bunch of guys who would have been awesome as your number three in, in 2016. So there is some concern in the classroom. We're not panicking just yet, but, the shaky start against Motor City Hustle, you know, the fans are upset. The fans are upset. Now, I think maybe the most interesting team to watch is only France, is Burkle. Yeah. Now, this is not a bad team. His hitting Mm-mm. kind of stinks, but I think it's also underperforming hitting. I mean, he absolutely made it what I thought was a trade that favored him yesterday and that he needed. Um, but, you know, it, he, he, with that pitching staff, could come up big. You know, I think Blake Snell's a huge loser, and I hate him, but he's yeah. underperforming. But Urias, Paddock, you know, that, that Gonsolin, uh, Gonsolin is good, that Gonsolin receipt in the trade. <laughs> How many times are you going to say his name? I mean, it's it's just a fantastic name to say. It is. Um, I, Max Freed, yeah. you know, these are – Not a Jew, that, I don't think. What's that? I don't think Freed is a Jew, unfortunately. Uh, he is a Jew. He is? I mean, Max look, Freed's a Jew. I guess maybe you're right. I don't look know. Look at the guy. Look at the guy. I feel like I looked it up once and didn't see he was a, a, an, an MOT, but maybe I'm wrong. He's an MOT. I mean, I think this, I think his pitching staff has what it needs, and he made some nice moves for hitting. You know, I think that's an interesting team to watch, and, and everybody roots for Burkle, right? We. Burkle is like he is a Jew. That was a huge miss on my part. He attended synagogue on high holidays and had a bar mitzvah. Right. I apologize. And, you know, I don't know if you know this, but in high school, he he won the whatever it takes award because um, he was, you know, that lovable bench rider on the football team. Mm. Um, and 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 I do want to talk about a team that's sitting there in third place, always a threat. You know, the 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 Glasnow injury was was devastating but i mean i don't know how perlman does it i don't even know if he watches baseball i mean danny Hins, i think it's in london <laughs> they don't even know what baseball is but this is a fucking awesome team that he's got he's at six and four and he just got christian yelich back two weeks ago Incredible. You know, will he get over the hump and finally win something tbd but you know looking at this pitching staff woodruff garrett cole uh, uh, a healthy Glasnow and, you know, with, you know, Jordan Montgomery is very solid. Uh, McCullers, where did you say Kikuchi come from? I thought he was absolute trash. I mean, this is a yeah. team that you don't want to face in the playoffs. No, 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 no. I, they, they always scare me. 
Yeah, so I think, you know, at what is just about the midway point of the year, I think the teams that are lying low right now that could really explode, the Frans, I hate to say it, John, actually I love to say it because it'll probably fuck up his brain so much. John Lundy's team is poised for a breakout, and Entertainment 720 is a sleeping giant, in my opinion, at 6-4. and four. Yeah, I think that's fair. Sleeping giant, totally, I'll, totally fair. I'll be honest. I love Flam. I think his team has no business being at five and five. Um, I think he's getting some overperformance from Carlos Correa. It's a matter of time till he gets hurt. Um, he's just got too many guys who can't stay healthy, and and Adalberto and Cody, um, and his pitching staff. You know, we were talking about doing some deals. I might actually deal with him. Are Trevor Rogers? And Aaron Savale, are they aces, right? Especially mm-hmm. with Flaherty going down, Severino getting backed up. You know, are they aces? Savale's had an excellent, excellent year. But I, I watched him pitch. His stuff is good. It's not great. He's, you know, he's not Shane Bieber. I'm not sure. He, Elliot, you got to stop typing. I know you have Sorry. to get out before you go to the U.S. Open. But Sorry. You can hear it. You can hear it ridiculously unprofessional i'm sorry <laughs> oh it's fucking betsy this this uh lady on the west coast is, is that's, giving that's me all right, right listen now. we'll 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 conclude in five minutes i'm uh, sorry so you can no, I, again. You're right. tell the, and, and listen, tell the league again you're going to the u.s open not a big deal I am going to the US you know, open. whatever yeah. yeah i'm actually i'm also going to the padres reds game uh tomorrow night as well. Never been to Petco. That'll be a fun one to get to. That'll right, we'll so be fun. You were on a really good tangent, but I just, with all of this said, I, I want to know what, how you see this all shaking out. Who's, who, who do you like going, who, who, who's getting the playoff spots? Who could you potentially see with this midway point winning, winning it all? And um, where, where are the Vlads going to, going to, going to be? So I think playoff teams are going to be, and we have six playoff teams, correct? That's uh, that's yep. If not, I'll I'll g chat Jordan after this and ask for his clarification. <laughs> um, but I, I the playoff teams I think here are um are two are you a story about Bill just because of the head start both teams have entertainment seven twenty Vlad education I think we might you know sneak in as the fifth or sixth team La Flama Blanca and only France and if you notice I left the Dards out. And that's because I don't think this team has real staying power. Um, Hmm. You know, the pitching is good. It's okay. Um, You know, Scherzer getting hurt didn't help. The hitting is awesome. I do think the hitting is awesome. I don't know how good Justin Upton will stay. You know, he's got 11 home runs. He might get hampered at some point. He's not seeing the same pitching in front of Trout that he was. You know, I think DJ LeMahieu will start hitting again. Verdugo has been awesome, but Mark Canho is doing a lot of heavy lifting for them to start. He's good, not great. I've never been a fan of Rizzo this no. year. He stinks. You know, Ozzy Albies, I think we're all starting to see, is a very good ball player. Mm-hmm. But is he a top three-round pick? I don't know. You know, he does a lot of things really good, but I don't know if he But not great. Great. Exactly. Right? I, I'm with you on that. I, I never wanted him to be on my team just because of that. You know, he always I, goes early. He always goes early and never um, just is always just like solid. You know, he's a solid. 
he, he's not he doesn't produce for where he typically goes in a draft. No, I, 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 I agree. And I think their team is good. I just don't know if they can hold this spot. And I think a lot of that depends on Scherzer. But those mm-hmm. are the playoff teams. And honestly, you might hate to hear this, Elliot. I love your team. I do think you guys have a very good chance of winning this this whole thing, especially if, you know, Castellanos, J.D. Martinez, yeah. um, Matt Olson, if they can keep it up, even Carlos Santana. Um, you know, you guys are banking on, Gosman, DiScofani, and Joe Musgrove, you know, continuing yeah. to produce at the level they are, all people who probably would have, would have been drafted and are drafted or picked up on waivers, you know, post-20th round or picked up on waivers. So, yeah, you know, I think you guys need to have a lot of people keep it up. I, I, I'm looking at teams. I, I don't see a scenario unless there's a really um, disfa- or unfavorable pitching matchup uh, it, with a healthy glass now, this this Laflamo, I'm sorry, this Entertainment 720 team is very scary. You know, with with mm-hmm. Acuna and Meadows and you know the the, the new Raul Ibanez and Marcus Simeon. You know, the guy just produces every year. Um, you know, Garrett Cole, Woodruff, um, Glass. Now, this is a team that can hurt you in a lot of ways. And it's tough not to like Perlman. You know, the league, the league gets excited when he chimes in. And I think the league would be excited for him to win. It just feels like it might be his year. So, uh, you know, that's where I think, I think, I, I think Steve's team is not as bad as we're making it out to be. I think Steve will claw himself out of the bottom. Uh, I, I don't know about at that. At the end of the year, either mayor or, you know, I really think cease and desist are pretenders all resentment towards Rutman and his championship without me aside. You know, I think this team is a bunch of pretenders. There are two guys in the hitting lineup. I like otherwise, you know, who's their ace right now, Tyler Maley. I mean, that is not an ace as much as Kevin Galsman is not an ace. So, um, I think, uh, I think this team could end up in dead last. And I'm always rooting for Anslow. I'm never rooting for Rutman. You do that math, you know, I, I want them to end up in the middle of the league. But yeah. I really, I think Steve will surpass this team at some point, aided by what might be a win over me this week, uh, putting the, 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 the Vlads in a, in a tough spot at six and five, heading to the halfway point. Well, I, I don't see that personally, but um, we'll see what happens. I mean, that's why we, we play fantasy for fantasy. And, uh, and, uh, uh, anything can happen. I'm surprised you're on Rutman's side, given that uh, one year he did refer to you as a snake. I'm not sure if you remember that, which is odd because there's a lot of speculation. Well, about, we're even. I, I, I call his back. Yeah, well, it's true. I, he looks like Pee Wee Herman. So at that point, I, I just, you know, it, it's it's a wash. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Um, did Ellie, you know Pee Wee Herman was caught masturbating in a movie theater once? He masturbated in a movie theater. So was Fred Willard, R.I.P. Did he did he pop the bottom of the popcorn thing out so he could <laughs> stick his dick through and masturbate in in private? I, that I, I, that I'm not sure about, honestly. We got to get him on the pod and ask that question. I, I, I wonder what Pee Wee Herman's up to today. Uh, Matt, this was such a pleasure. I really enjoy having you because you really are the biggest fan of this league. I love talking about this league with you. Um, I, I love, uh, I, I love playing fantasy for fantasy. And I think having, having, you know, Dubin as a, as a guest for a few 
parts of this episode has also been fun because I've never talked to him or met him before. So this is really the first interaction I've ever had with him. So I appreciate you bringing him on. <laughs> and uh, listen, and speaking on behalf of Dubin, he's definitely not happy to be here. So, um, <laughs> you know, with that, Elliot, I want to thank you for having me. I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day. Um, we all know because you've told us nine times that you're going to the U.S. Open. Um, I am going to the U.S. Open. Exciting. And thank if you. I have, you know, one not a big deal. remark, you know, one, one closing remark to leave this team with, it's this. Let's not forget that. It's well said. It's well said. Matt, appreciate the time. Um, That's going to do it for another episode of The Call with Shaw. We will be back next week with, uh, I don't know yet. It just depends on who's available. <laughs> We'd love to get a Burkle on or a, or a mayor. Those are two guys I've never actually spoken to in person or really over voice. It's always been through text. So it would be nice to have one of those guys on, but we'll, we'll see. They I think, uh, have better I think, things to do. I think Burkle might uh, – if you get Burkle or Perlman on here, you might set a new ratings record of, uh, uh, of, of 10. Yeah. Or Mayor, too. I, I would like to get Mayor on. But I, <laughs> 10. But I, Burkle's been such a great statistician for this league, and, and it's so necessary. I'd love to maybe even just – it's a lot, obviously. Every week day. But, uh, and, and you know we'll what, Burkle, Bur- Bur- he never gets Fran Militant, right? It's, yeah. it's only going to be a, po- a positive podcast, a positive cast. Elliot, did I lose you? That's a good time to end. Thank you.